In 2008, CBS released supplementary material for their show, How I Met Your Mother. In 2022, we rewatched the show and we read The Bro Code. This is The Bro Code Podcast, where we read The Bro Code by Arnie Stinson. Brought to you by Nurmer Nurmer Network. Disclaimer, less than half of the opinions expressed in this podcast legitimately reflect the morals of either Alexis or Susie. While it's fun to entertain the idea of agreeing with a misogynist character written 20 years ago, we do not recommend modeling any part of your life after his, partly because we've both already tried and it doesn't work. The same way you would not take financial advice from Lily or advice on first impressions from Ted, it is not advised to take any advice whatsoever from Barney Simpson. Huge cultural shifts around race and gender have happened since the premiere of the show, and it is our goal to point out the morality of the time rather than project the current reality onto the subject matter of the past. But we're also bros. We want to wear suits and we want to get laid. So if you're trying to do that, then high five. Well, we're really halfway through. Yeah, yeah. Good bros. Good bros. Article 71. As a courtesy to bros the world over, a bro never brings more than two other bros to a party. Then we've got some examples. Three bros are cool. Three Amigos, Three Musketeers, The Police, Apollo 13, Astronauts, Three Stooges, Exception, Hanson. Mm-hmm. Four bros are lame. Mount Rushmore, The Fantastic Four, Feature Film Version, The Monkees, Olympic Bobsled Team, Michael Jordan's Teammates, Exception, The Beatles. I disagree with these ex- uh, exceptions. I think The Beatles are lame, and I don't think they'd be better with three. And I think Hanson's all right. You don't think the Beatles would be better with three? Who would you get rid of? I wouldn't. I'd think they're lame regardless. Okay. What about two? If I had to get rid of one Beatle, though? John Lennon. That's what I thought you were going to say. Do you think Hanson is cool? I think Hanson's cool. Mm, They should... What about Joe Bros? The Jonas Brothers? Yes. The Jonas Brothers are cool. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I think they should be added into this. Weezer? Lame. Blink-182 is three people. Cool. Nirvana? Green Day's, Green Day's three people. Nirvana's three people. Okay, now let's think of more four bros. There's a lot of four bros. Alt-J went from four to three. Do you think they got more lame or more cool? I, I think, think they, they got, got more lame. lame. Yeah. Yeah. They should have kept with four. Uh-huh. How many people are in the Spice Girls? Is it four or five? Five. How do we feel about five bros? I mm. think he, he's not even considering that as an option. Yeah, I don't think I'm that's a That's a lot. That's a crowd. That's a crowd. Also, you're invited to a party. And you're bringing four bros up. No, you're bringing three bros over. Honestly, if you're invited somewhere, unless you're explicitly stating, you should not bring more than one person. Agreed. Straight up. Not even just COVID reasons. Like, no, no, no. Do not bring more than one I will, person. I have been invited. I was. I had a friend who was invited to a party, and then they brought three of us. No, wait. They brought That's four of us. It. They brought four of us, and it was weird. We were not welcomed into that party. You. I mean, it also depends on the size of the party, but given the... I know what their parties look like. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of, like, Ted's birthday or anything right, right. where they do rooftop stuff, Halloween party, whatever. Unless they're stating it, 
I mean, I know they've got plenty yeah. of room on the roof, but like, damn, dude, you cannot bring that many people to someone's house. Yeah. No, no, someone's yeah. New York it's City weird. apartment. Yeah. Absolutely not. And we were just talking about season five when Ted always brings somebody weird to a. I know that's not a bro. He usually brings Bert, a date, but to he like, like a holiday. Right. He bombs Lily's thirty-second birthday by bringing a date, but like, right. if. I guess it depends on the intimacy of the gathering as well. But mm-hmm. we also have a bro tree corner on this page. One bro makes a solo attack. A second bro provides a, crun- a crutch. A third bro rounds out the pack. But a fourth bro is one too much. Hmm. Conveniently, they don't have four bros in the show. <laughs> no, they don't. You're right. It'd be Barney and Ted. Maybe Marshall. Right. Or Robin. Or Robin. Season five, robots versus wrestlers. When Ted goes to that like fancy party, and aren't they all there? Yeah, maybe Robin's not. Barney, but it's definitely something. Robin was hanging out with Don, but Barney, Lily, and Marshall all came with Ted to this party, and it was weird. And it was again like at someone's apartment. And then when they want to go do robots versus wrestlers, they're mad that he doesn't come. But he's like, I just want to hang out here. I feel like it's more appropriate for him to just hang out there. Yeah. Because he came with all his friends. It would literally look like he was just like using them for snacks and alcohol if he left. Right. He used them as a pregame. Right. Which is rude. It's always obvious when people do that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not more than two other bros. But I think it's two. Article 72. A bro never spell checks. I think this didn't age well. I think spell check was more of a thing you had to do. Like you had to do it. Specifically set. Yeah, true. But now it's just everywhere. I think this would be an impossible rule to follow today. Right, because it's not autocorrect. Autocorrect is very... I mean, there's there's plenty of words that, like, I know my phone will give me. Yeah. So I just, like, don't even really try to spell them. Mm-hmm. That's different than being in a Word document. Yeah. <laughs> and having to click good. spell check and then it goes through. Yeah. Which I could see how Barney would think is a waste of time. Do you think do you think Barney's a really good speller or do you think he doesn't care to go through that process? I could see Barney winning spelling bees, spelling bees. I feel like he is a good speller. I think he is too. I doubt that he has to spell for his job. No, he just shreds documents and signs things. Mhm. He can spell his own name, so that's good. But he has written multiple books. Yeah, he he's he writes he uses a, blog. a lot of decent words. He he's uses definite, a blog. Yeah, so maybe maybe he's just he, already a good speller. I think he just I think he thinks people are lame who use spell check. People who use spell check are lame. Would twenty twenty Barney Stinson have autocorrect off? Yes, because he can just spell it. Yeah, yeah, I think. He and would. he's probably spelling words that auto that are too sophisticated for autocorrect that they might try to. He'd be so mad with autocorrect correcting like bro to duck. Oh, it would drive him. It would drive him bonkers. Yeah, I don't think he would like that. I knew someone who said that they wouldn't marry someone unless they had won at least one spelling bee. And I feel like Barney's on that same level. So we're thinking he's judging people who just yeah, don't I spell think, correctly to yeah. begin with. Right. That make I mean he is like a wordsmith by trade. He's right. a blogger. And I bet too he's tried to like he's been typing and he puts in bo- broetry and then he gets mad when he tries spell check and it says it's not a word. Right. I can see that too. Yeah. He's a big fan of making up words. Right. Nothing and everything. 
is possible. When he helps Robin build her resume. Ted abuses spellcheck. Ted, like, probably when he writes something, he gets out of thesaurus or goes to thesaurus.com yeah. <laughs> and, like, barely understands the other words he's yeah. using. It's the equivalent of, like, Google Translate, except for it's English for both. Article yeah. 73. When a group of bros are in a restaurant, each shall engage in the time-honored ritual of jockeying to pay the bill, regardless of affordability. When the group ultimately decides to divide the check, each bro shall act upset rather than enormously relieved. This sounds like Ted wrote it. <laughs> well, because Barney could actually afford to pick up the bill. I don't know if Ted always can. Right. But I also, I think Ted, Barney would be like, no, we'll split it. Barney's not trying to... A few things. Me, personally, and I do this to this day, be aware if you're friends with me in real life, if you offer to pay the bill, I will let you pay it. Right. Do not make an no offer you can't tests. keep. Yeah. I'm not going to jockey. Right. <laughs> You're going to pay it. Why would you offer if you can't pay it? Yeah. Just to sound cool. Right. If you want to split it, I'm happy to split it. I was yep. planning on splitting it if I showed up. Right. Okay. So there's that. Oh. That's part number one of what I have to say about this. Part yeah. number two, and this didn't make sense, so I was an adult. I despise... When you split the check evenly at a big table, there is, I am always going to have stuck to the affordable end of the menu Mm -hmm. and to split it evenly so that I'm covering your six cocktails and your steak. Mm -hmm. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. Uh-uh. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. We're splitting it by item. I'm paying for my items or you're paying for it. Do you think when they do this, because I would imagine like Ted's going to get something absurd. He's going to get like the duck. You True. Know. Duck fat fries. Ted right, Mosby right. loves duck fat fries. <laughs> Ted Mosby loves duck fat fries. Lily and Marshall are probably, like, Mar- Lily's probably going to get, like, a salad. Maybe a soup. Mm-hmm. Maybe both. Marshall's going to get, like, the cheap steak. The yeah. cheapest steak on the menu. Robin. What does Robin eat? I feel like she'd get, like, a salmon or, like, a fancy chicken. I think she'd like a burger. I guess we're I guess we're, we're, at, really we're at a fancy place. Right, you're right. right, you're right. If there's a burger option, she'd probably get the burger. Mm-hmm. But for fancy, sure. Same, right. I know, I take it. I feel like Barney's getting like chicken tenders and fries at the fancy place. Yeah, yeah. So this is obviously not split evenly. But then Ted would be like, "Oh, I wanted to pay," and then they're gonna split evenly. They're gonna split his fifty dollar duck evenly, even though mm-hmm. Marshall and Lily's ticket combined is probably like 40 bucks they like split an appetizer right yeah and barney ordered from the kids menu right (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no i mean no i feel like yeah if also if i'm paying for the whole bill you know in advance Uh uh-huh like i'm taking you out for your birthday something like that all right there's no, I'm not in a... You're not, you're not doing the brochure, bro. Mm-mm, I'm not going to spontaneously decide jockey. to cover your duck. No. No I'm way. just not of the correct class of finances right. <laughs> to, right. to do that. However, Barney could pay for the whole thing, so... Ba- I was going to say, Barney could pay for the whole thing. I can't see any of them 
any of the rest Offering. of them. Because yeah. also there's five of them. That's it's, a lot. There's not like two or three of them. Two of them are together. Right. So they cut their whole The place. other two are sometimes together. And then two of them point. are yeah. together. <laughs> cool little love triangle. Yeah, no, that's that's sticky, but agreed. You can You can pretend to act upset when, sure, whatever. Article 74. At a red light, a bro inches as close as possible to the rear bumper of the car in front of him and then immediately honks his horn when the light turns green. That way, if another bro is several cars behind, he'll have a better chance of making it through the intersection before the light turns red again. That's really nice. This is unbelievably considerate. Yeah, I never... Yeah. This is absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I I like that. I have a hard time believing that two cars in New York City, you could even know your bro is... Like, how'd you even get out at the same time <laughs> to be that close together in traffic? <laughs> also, like, driving in New York City is a mess. I am at the whim of every other driver if right. I'm driving in New York City. If you're several cars behind... And you hear you hear that honk. You're like, hell yeah, hell yeah, that's He's my looking bro. out for me. I'm gonna make it. Hmm. Yeah. Are you gonna u- take this and use this in my day to day? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do. I started honking a lot once we moved to Pittsburgh. <laughs> it is honestly part of it. Yeah, it actually is. There's more honking here than any place I've lived. I think. Yeah. There's a lot of made-up traffic rules here. Yeah. <laughs> and part of it definitely is making sure that other people know what's going on by honking at If them. you were behind a car at a red light, and you knew that I was, like, four cars behind, would you honk the second it turned green? Well, that's the thing. First of all, this article does not imply that he knows his bro is back there. It says, if another bro is separate. This is just in case. (laughs) Just in case you're going to always behave like this. Secondly, I know it's different in New York City, but like several cars back, green light. Why wouldn't you both make it through? If it's a green light, I know know that even if it's only like three or four cars make it through the light because it's New York City. Uh Great. But like, come on. Like, this is just, it seems like an excuse to be a. Bro, <laughs> on the road. Coming right up is one of the most creative and one of my favorites. Article 75. A bro automatically enhances another bro's job description when introducing him to a chick. Chicks like to stretch the truth about their age, promiscuity, and sometimes with the help of extensive makeup and structural lingerie, even their body shape. As such, it's fair game for bros to exaggerate reality when it when asked about their profession. It's also smart. A bro's career is to a chick what a chick's boobs are to a bro. Hmm. And I'm not offended by that at all. Not even one bit. No, why would you be? Right, because obviously chicks have boobs, bros have jobs. Right. That's how, that's That's life. it, period. All right. How to invent a job chicks will think is hot. <laughs> you overlap, th- basically you overlap three universal chick interests. And um, Barney's got some Venn diagrams here. So like one of them here is interior design, creativity, and clothes. And your job would be, I invented the walk-in closet. Very believable. 
If you, if someone hit on you at the bar and was like, I invented the walk-in closet, would you say, do you need a seat, sir? Because you have to be so old. 500 years old, (laughs) minimum. You're telling me the Romans didn't have walk-in closets? (laughs) They did. They did. The ancient Egyptians? 100. Another one here is, um, it's an overlap of ice cream, mussels, and money. Which I really, <laughs> like those aren't my interests, but I like the thought of it. And the job is I'm a muscular ice cream tycoon. <laughs> I'm put off mean? by wealth, so this doesn't. To, if someone were to be like, I'm a tycoon of anything, I'd be like, all right, you're you're horrible. scary, yeah. But I think what I'm picturing is <laughs> Barney in a suit that has no sleeves. Uh-huh. The sleeves have been removed big arms big arms and just ice cream money but like there's no ice cream present but there could be like if you go back to his place there's gonna be a bunch of ice cream right i'm a muscular ice cream tycoon (laughs) then the next example is uh shoes animal what does that last one say charity oh i was reading charty (laughs) (laughs) i knew that couldn't be right (laughs) Shoes Animals Charity. I designed shoes for diabetic cats. Okay. <laughs> Big fan of this one as well. One, because someone interested in shoes for humans probably doesn't care about cat shoes, being that they're not common. Two, diabetic cats. What are they doing with shoes? What are they doing with designer shoes? If this person hit on me at the bar and said I design shoes for diabetic cats, I would have so many questions. Right. They better be prepared to back up that statement. Whereas, like, I invented the walk-in closet, like, okay, You're a flat-out liar. Yeah, you're just lying. Or I'm a muscular ice cream tycoon, I'm scared of you. But this person, I would sit and talk to. <laughs> I need to know more. Do the shoes help the cats with their diabetes? Is this related at all? Or do you just care about diabetic cats? So it's like a, is there like a shelter, is it like a hospital right. for them like, specifically and you're providing shoes for them so they can... Is it like compression socks? Right. But for cats, but they're shoes because they're cats. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a good point. That one's got me hooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this just all falls in line with trying to get your bro laid. So if your bro sure, has a yeah. lame job, yeah, you can talk it up. You know. I will say Barney ran around, maybe we've already mentioned this, but Barney ran around an entire episode calling himself Ted Mosby Architect. So. Right. You mean Ted Mosby the Architect? Man, what a visionary. Also, there's a porn star called Ted, Ted Mosby. Right. After, that was like Ted's childhood friend. Right. And there's a movie called Architecture <laughs> that Barney hid among his porn movies <laughs> to secretly get Ted's attention to help him get out of his relationship. Right. Because he knew Ted would want it. So anyways, I think it's funny. Ted being the lame person he is right. actually does have a kind of hot job. Yeah. Yeah, I think architecture is a hot job. It's creative and it makes money. There's not a few right. jobs. There's like very few jobs like that. Time for a break. Do you wish you had more time to pick up chicks and less time spent watching movies someone told you you should watch? I recommend the old Switcheroo podcast, a podcast where Alexis and Susie come on every week after watching only one half of a movie to either 
quickify or betterify their viewing experience. Recently, we've done movies where we watch each one half of the movie and come together to figure out what happened. Another way that we do it is we watch two movies simultaneously and halfway through switch viewing rooms, either at home or live in the theater. We've also gone to see a live Broadway performance and switched at intermission. And newest to the roster, we decided to have one of us watch the movie while the other one listens to the movie. In any event, it's the old switcheroo. Save some time and only watch half the movie. The old switcheroo, wherever fine podcasts are found. And we're back. Article 76. If a bro is on the phone with a chick in front of his bros and for whatever reason decides to say, I love you, he shall first excuse himself from the room or employ a subsonic Barry White-esque tone. To be honest, this reference goes over my head. Mm. I assume he has a deep voice. I think he has a deep voice. Isn't he? A, he's a singer, right? Sounds like a singer. Yeah, I think he has like a... Yeah, I think he has a deep voice. A, a bassy yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah, If... A bro's on the phone with a chick while in front of his bros. First of all, don't answer the phone in front of your bros. I was going to say, I think you should take your phone. We already know. You should just go outside. We've visited this subject many, many times, but it comes up repeatedly in the bro code. Everybody on the show is Gen X. They barely know how to use their cell phone. They use cell phones and they're bad at it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honest to God think Gen X has the worst cell phone habits of anyone. Even boomers somehow are better yeah because they use it more selectively gen x like thinks they can use their phone all the time and they're <laughs> so bad at it right oh so if your bro says i love you on the phone in front of you what do you do i guess i ridicule him yeah i think you i ask was that your mom right if he does it in the berry to- the berry white tone high five <laughs> high five yep. all the way <laughs> I think I think a bro should just walk out. Just say yeah. Already. I mean, what are you saying on the phone that needs to be? What, just fucking send a text. <laughs> you know why are you calling me for a phone call short enough that I can take in front of my bros? Right. If you're calling me, we're going to talk for a few minutes. In which case, I will excuse myself. That's right. how I, this whole thing doesn't make sense to me. It's yeah, that's a weird one. Out of my league. Because I'm picturing them, like, standing at the bar. They're about to leave. One of them gets a call and is like, also, I'm, like, what are you going to do? Make fun of Marshall for loving his, the mother of his children? I wasn't picturing Marshall, but that makes sense. Like, why would... Obviously, Also, Marshall's... we all know Ted says I love you on the first date. Right. So, um, no surprise. No surprise. How do we feel about when Marshall and Barney pretended to be Ted's girlfriend? Or the girl that he was texting. Right. When they catfished Ted. Yeah, they like swapped out a girl. He Ted got a girl's number and then they put it in as Barney's number mm-hmm. because they wanted to see if he would wait three days. Right. He obviously didn't. Right. But then he starts getting real romantic. Good bro move? Bad bro move? Um, Bad bro move. I don't think you should lie to your bro. Like you should deceive your bro like that. I think they both... I think that Marshall and Barney knew it went too far. Yeah. But then they got carried away. Because mm-hmm. the- Ted's, like, texting them from the bath. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't get a dick pic. 
They probably would have if it was if a they, cable show. Yeah, I yeah. Also, if it had been maybe like two years later, mm-hmm. when dick pics were more talked and about. Vogue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they would have gotten a dick pic. They deserved. They to did have to experience that after doing that. Yeah, and I also think Ted would send a dick pic, and I also think that that would warrant more of an apology. Mm-hmm. But I, they still caught heat, so. That's yeah. good. <clears throat> Article seventy-seven. Bros don't cuddle. Then there's an exception that's crossed out to conserve body heat in an emergency situation. So, so referencing uh, Marshall and Ted when they're in that snowstorm mm-hmm. and trapped in the car and they had to cuddle. But then they crossed it out. I think bros can cuddle. I don't know that a lot of them want to. Don't obviously don't cuddle with someone who doesn't want to be cuddled. Right. Agreed. Bros don't cuddle, or they can't cuddle. Physically. (laughs) They can. But they won't. But I think a lot of them don't. Mm -hmm. But they can. They don't usually. But they could. Right. But they usually You think they should? In what situation? Just like whenever? If they're like, hey bro, you want to cuddle? Yeah. Watching the game. Watching the game. (laughs) Um. I don't know. I just feel like. It's in the bro code. (laughs) This is just another rule like all the other ones. Bros don't cuddle. Okay. Alright, good point. (laughs) Article 78. A bro shall never rackjack his wingman. Definition. To steal your wingman's chick. Big time no-no. Okay. Barney. You've just done this so many times, Barney. Rackjacked? Yeah. He's a real rackjacker. He's a real rackjacker. He's a... Oh, there's a wingman pledge. Uh, It says, To commemorate and solidify the unbreakable bond between bro and wingman, it is recommended that before going out, each faces the other, places his left hand on the bro code, raises his right hand, and recites the wingman pledge. We should do this. Yeah. (sighs) The wingman pledge. I shall uphold the bro code to the fullest of my ability. I will never allow my wingman to go home with less than a six. I agree to swap rounds of drinks with my wingman, even if I keep getting stuck paying for shots. I will never rackjack my wingman, no matter how hot the chick. I pledge to never leave a wingman behind when invited to a party. If my wingman meets a hot chick with an ugly friend, I will jump on the grenade. If my wingman gets rejected by a chick, I unequivocally agree that she sucked anyway, even if I thought she seemed kind of cool and interesting. Should my wingman strike up a conversation with a chick of questionable legal age, I will endeavor to (laughs) and verify her birth date. If I discover evidence that my wingman's chick is in a relationship, I will make, I shall make that information available to him unless it's pretty clear the boyfriend husband isn't there. I shall honor and respect the Dibs system. Do you know what I think it is? I don't think that Barney rackjacks. I think that he's obsessive with Dibs. So I think he does follow his own rules, but it's because he lays claim to every girl in the bar. Mm. So, in general, mm-hmm. I think this is uh, what I expect from Barney. Yeah, agreed. You know, he's anti-ugly chicks. He is pro not sleeping with underage people, although he's also pro cutting it very close. Mm-hmm. 
he doesn't want his wingman to get punched by a boyfriend or husband. But he's also... But he's okay if they exist, just as long as they're not there to punch the bro. Mm -hmm. The first line of this is, I shall uphold the bro code to my fullest ability, so it does encompass the entire rest of this book. Right. I like that he referenced the swap round of drinks and also said, even if I keep getting stuck with the shots. Agreed. Yeah. Because that kind of answers our questions. He just doesn't want his bros to be drinking umbrella drinks. True. Um, Also, I believe I've said this before, but I will say it again. All women are tens. Okay? 2022? 2022. We're not. We're not. We don't do this shit. Yeah. Okay? This is old. Right. All women are tens. Period. And if you have a problem with that, Neil Patrick Harris is a gay man. (laughs) Article 79. Article 79. At a wedding, bros shall reluctantly trudge out for the garter toss and feign interest for the benefit of the chicks present. Whichever bro gets stuck with the garter shall lightheartedly pretend he's not horrified at the thought of being the next one to drop before scurrying to the bar for a very stiff drink and or shots. Corollary. If a bro's date shall catch the bouquet... He shall act excited if he wishes to sleep with her ever again before scurrying to the bar to join the garter bro for very <laughs> stiff drink and or shots. We know that I have a very strange understanding of weddings, so I don't even know if I'm even allowed to respond to this. Okay. Why are we doing a garter toss? You know, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand a damn thing about weddings. I get, like, I understand. It's like the next You're the guy next one. Yeah. Or whatever. But, like, come on. Weird. Weird, man. I, yeah, I agree. I don't like this part of wedding. I don't think we need to do this. Also, it's weird because half the time, like, a kid gets it. Because they're just excited to play a game. Right. So, like, what are we doing this for? The kids? Right, can't we play a game that's less... Yeah, let's play pin the tail on the... Isn't it like the room. man takes the garter off with his teeth? Yes. I don't think bros should even be present for this game. I However, don't... if they are... Okay, I do like the thought of the guy who catches the garter... Just finding... going straight to the bar. Right, finding the guy whose girlfriend caught the bouquet, or even the bouquet-catching girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Maybe all three of them are having drinks. Maybe she didn't want to catch that foot. Actually, I've never seen a girl catch a bouquet who didn't want to catch it. It's kind of hard to catch the bouquet. Yeah, you have to kind of try. Yeah. Like, has to f- like I've only seen it on, like, TV, where they don't want it, where it falls in their hands. Yeah, I don't think it falls in their hands. It's usually, like, one girl is punching everyone else yeah. out. But wouldn't the same be true for the garter? Also, it's kind of weird to throw the garter to your bro. That's my wife's garter. Yeah, I just you took it creep. off with my teeth. You absolute pervert. Now you're going to keep that? You're going to put it around your glass at the bar? No, Absolutely that's not. That's weird. I think, I think Article 79 should be... If you catch the garter... We're not throwing the garter anymore. Yeah. It, if it, your bro has a wedding, you your bro doesn't throw a garter. And if you if he does throw a garter and you catch it, you're canceled. You're uninvited to the wedding. All right, glad we settled that. Last one of the day, Mm -hmm. baby. Article 80. A bro shall make every effort to aid another bro in riding the tricycle, short of completing the tricycle himself. There are rules for riding the tricycle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rule number one. 
The egregious age of all three participants shall not exceed 83 years. Number two, the aggregate weight of all three participants shall be less than 400 pounds. Slash 181.44 kg. Uh, number three, no money or other considerations may be exchanged for services rendered. Number four, pregnant women shall consult with their physician before riding the tricycle. Number five, no wheel of the tricycle shall be within three branches of another family's tree. Number six, no black-soled sneakers. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't Am know. Am I missing a reference? I have no idea what that means. Hmm. Uh, number seven, female participants shall refrain from destroying the illusion that this is new to them. Number eight, kitchen appliances and other electrical devices are strictly forbidden. Number nine, participants must shower before riding the tricycle and definitely after. Okay, so I think some of these are good. I think practicing good hygiene is good. I think not practicing incest is good. Mm-hmm. I, uh, think, I think a pregnant woman maybe should say, have think, to consult. I think pregnant women should be aware of their mm-hmm. their boundaries. And we should respect that. Uh-huh. 83 years. That's not a lot for... Th- okay, because that's picture, three people right. in their 20s. But picture two of the people are 30. Right. That's already 60 years. Yeah. So the third person can't be older than 23? No, Gross. Yeah, no. A 23-year-old Agre- having a threesome with two 30-year-olds? I don't mm. think so. Secondly, 400 pounds. Yeah, everyone has to be... I'm sorry, that's one 200-pound person and two 100-pound yeah. people. There are not adults who are 100 pounds. No. For the most part. Right. Very short people, perhaps. Right. But even kind of short people, you're still looking at 110, 120. Right. And that's like short and skinny. Mm-hmm. Okay, no. No, this isn't going to work. This is not. This is just completely unrealistic. Let's no see. money? I mean, depends, man. Depends. 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 Why not? Like, if you want to set those rules for maybe, like, your belt championship, whatever. Okay, yeah. You're pretending that you, like, run a whole thing. If you're just riding the tricycle, whatever, man. Yeah. I don't understand the black sold sneakers. I have no idea what that means. If anyone knows what that means, can you contact us? Yeah. Uh, what about female participants shall refrain from destroying the illusion that this is new to them? Really confusing takes on lesbianism in this show. <laughs> really confusing takes. Like, on the one hand, it's like, all girls are lesbians a little bit. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, a girl fights end in them making out. All girls have made out with another girl. But at the same time, there's like this understanding of lesbians is like these butch ass. Mm-hmm. But then there's also that one really weird scene where Ted's ex ends up with a woman and they are really happy for her. Yeah. Like, overly happy. Yeah, like, really... Like, inappropriately right. happy. Yeah. But from Barney's perspective, Barney, who has surprisingly woke views about lesbians sometimes. Mm-hmm. Again, if you know what no black sold sneakers means... Yeah, hit us up. Um, no, shall we end on a quote? There's a well-known Barney Stinson quote, and it goes like this. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of the first ones that comes up when you type in Barney Stinson quotes. I just... I'll just read it. The only reason to wait a month for sex is if she's 17 years old and 11 months. Mm. 17 years, 11 months old. I remember that one. 
That is so gross. So I, I just really need to say that's grooming. It's that's disgusting. He's horrible. Yep. He's literally like past that's, thirty. By right. the time you're the literally show is looking at a child and saying, I'm "I can't until wait until it's to, legal." Yeah, no, that's absurd. If it wasn't a legal issue, right? It's disgusting. It shouldn't just be about legality. It's about power dynamics and right. everything else. So you know what? Screw that. But I do feel like we do need to include that quote eventually. So here it is. Yep. All right. Glad it's out of the way. Nobody's that lame. Yes, he's that lame. Tell him you're that lame. We are international businessmen. Oh, come on. Nurmer, nurmer. <laughs>